0: Alright, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch.
1: Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG.
2: How much time till we're on? Get
1: on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. Oh.
2: <clears throat> I'm ready Good evening, I'm Ron Burgundy Here's what's going on in your world tonight The all-electric Kia EV6 GT supercar This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Well, Badge hey, and Jason day. Hello, Gary Hello, Belcher
1: Jason Woogie How are you, mate? Is that your last name or your first name?
3: Justin, Jason, I
1: don't
3: don't remember seeing it on my uh, on my birth certificate or badge. But how are you? Have you missed me? I'm well. uh, Yeah, yes,
1: I did. So last, what did you have off? Last Wednesday, last Last Wednesday. Well, last was public holiday Thursday, and then on Monday. Yeah, you went uh, up to. It's not quite. It's sort of central Queensland, I guess. A few hours north of of Brisbane. Six hours north. Seventeen seventy. Why was it so named? Because Captain Cook spotted it.
3: Yep. On his, his voyage? Was, was he his, going back or coming down the coast? I don't know which which way he was actually going, but then why did it take 18 years after that? For what? For, for, for us to land in Botany Bay. For,
1: oh, for the, he had to come home. Yeah. I, I think he had to stop over in Hawaii, and that would take a while. And <laughs> the Cook, Maybe the Cook Islands? I don't know. That's, Lazy the ponds, aren't they? We though? should know more about that. And then they had to get it together, and they had to um, throw a few more people in prison so they could fill up the ships <laughs> and bring them all out. It was
3: interesting. Hence our ancestors. And Agnes Water, which is next to 1770. Waters quit, or water? Wa- don't start. You know it's water. <laughs> what do you say water? It was named after, I believe, a ship. A lady, Agnes. No, oh. a ship that went down or something and lost 12 souls. Right. Agnes. So they called it Agnes Water, I believe. Hmm. There you go. A bit of research. There you go. Anyway, you were there for a few days. Anyway, yeah,
1: it was and good. And on the Sunshine Coast. Lucky you.
3: Mate, it was nice to have a break with the fam and all that sort of stuff. Well, Matty Rogers did a good sh- job.
1: What's the best beach holiday in Australia? Yeah,
3: well, That's a it? good one. Where is it? Well, I reckon it's... Oh, I, I See, reckon
1: it's Maloola they, they released these the great, 10 greatest beaches off something I read last week. There was one down the south coast of New South Wales... There's, in, in it, they had a few from almost every state. There's mm. Some amazing places to go. So you planning especially off the beaten track? You're planning your holidays. The already. winner was in South Australia. No, too many sharks. Big sharks.
3: What? Cold. Crazy. Look good on the photos, but <laughs> I was I was on the lookout for crocodiles and sharks at Agnes Water. And and have the um, there the, neither have the stingers been drifting down that way too? The, no, I didn't see any of those.
1: They
3: have, they have no. come down that way. That. They, well, don't say that. You're wrong. No, sorry. Yeah, well, there's like a there's like a big I don't know wall at Gladstone stops everything getting south. Net. <laughs> Maybe one of those as well. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, did you, you would oh, look? There's a lot to get through. I've got questions for you, buddy. Don't you so worry. Are we tossing that one up to our listeners <laughs> at all? Oh, do you want to do it? Okay. Yeah. What's the, what's the best beach? Australia's. Greatest beach. I'm going to say hello to our Sunshine Coast listeners, and I'm going to say Mooloolaba. I was there for a couple really? of I love Mooloolaba. Busy
1: little spot. Ah, great. The is sand that why is you like so it? fine. Sand, sand's good. Well, you know what the the best one <clears throat> years ago was uh, that Lake Mackenzie on Fraser Island. Yeah, there you many go. Many years ago.
3: but I don't like dingoes. I went there. My brother
1: lives up there, and he said, "Don't no, go, go to the other one. There's one not far away. He said, Hidden little gem. Does anyone, Much the so.
3: same. You allowed to talk about it on No, the I'm not going
1: to tell you what I can
3: because I can't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> Hello to our listeners through the Super Radio Network. Uh, Sen 1170 Sydney, uh, 1620 Sen on the Gold Coast. Uh, Sen Q 693 AM in Brisbane. Uh, also Sen tracking through the Sen Sen app. Uh, love to have you involved in the show. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. So we're going to ask straight up off the bat the best beach holiday in australia yeah the best beach the best tell us about the best beach and why what's to look at or swim in because i would also say palm cove north of cairns is a beautiful beach but i shan't be going no i shan't be going in the water those those logs that swim (laughs) with teeth yeah or the other ones that some people
1: leave up there the little ones, what are you about? <laughs> little logs in the water. Is that why people sharks?
3: Oh. There's stingers. There's everything. It's a nice spot. It's stinking hot. I'm not into it anyway. You Brendan, Brendan's on the text. Cook wasn't part of the first fleet. Captain Bligh ran that. I know that, but Cook was the first. It wasn't Captain Bligh? Was Philip.
1: But, but Cook, Bligh got mutinied on the bounty on the
3: wherever it was. But can I just say? Yeah. Cook discovered 1770. It... But he didn't land. I don't. Well, think. He just yes, he discovered it. But it was it was already people there. Hence I mean. the name. But mm. yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. But and then he went back to England. I think it was too hard for him. He's like, oh bugger no, that! No, no,
1: he was there. He he wasn't doing the land. He wasn't there
3: to survey and stay. No, he was just he was there just to check it out, check out the coastline. Mm. But and then it was eighteen years later. What did they do? Go, would he go back? Talk about talk, oh, by the way, you know when I was over in Australia. I actually, yeah, this, it's actually not a bad place. Mm. Maybe we should send a ship out. Mm. Take some convicts Take with us. Take all it. of our worst. Yeah. Um, anyway, welcome back. We, now, watch your mouth, not us poms are lazy. Mm. Danger. 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 Good you, Danger. Good on you. I didn't even know Danger was a pom. Here you go. Mm. Uh, you want to get involved? 0457 736 736 or 1300. three hundred. we 300- call him Danger from now on? <laughs> danger. One. 11.70. W2, uh, if you do text us, first-time listeners, would love to know what your name is and, and where you're listening and how you're listening. You can also check out Bad Sats, Sen on TikTok, and you can grab the podcast of the show later on tonight through Apple or Spotify. I um, caught the last bit, last bit of the show last night. Heard mm. Matty Rogers' joke. Oh, but, good joke. But, but yeah. no no, funny. no, Gary Belcher, though. Like, he, you are the man when it comes no, to No no but
1: the the um at the end of the show when I'm hosting the show I can't do the joke as well I can't do everything I gave Maddie a chance to shine and he stood up outstanding despite the fact we're going to say he was pretty crook yeah he's um had some sort of lurgy braved bravely came in for the show and did uh did a very good job and yeah told a good joke at the end so
3: um no, I try to
1: pick it up tonight.
3: No, uh, no Jack tonight because he's at the doctor's. Jack Irish, he's not here. Little Jack, tiny Jack, whatever you want to, teeny weeny Jack. I saw on the text last night. Uh, so it's you and I flying solo. Mm. Uh, so if you want to get in touch with us, probably text is the best tonight. Oh four, five, seven, seven. What's he seeing the doctor? 736?
1: Is it a, like is it a pituitary gland thing, or just work out why he's so tiny? Why is he
3: not here? Uh, well, I'm not going to go into that. Don't, no. You could, you could say I don't know. And he texted me last night, 9 o'clock, during maths. And you don't do that, Jack. Not while I'm watching Married at First Sight During night. maths. Did you watch it? So good.
1: Oh, you so watched it too, Badge. i not up to it. Yes. Can I say, and it was so bad as well, and that's why you've got to keep watching. But oh, that's what
3: makes it so good, Badge. Oh, that cringeworthy
1: bloke who's oh,
3: who on himself. Who packed these bags the night before at his 20-year-old girlfriend's place. Oh. And then is getting married the next day? Oh. Like, what do you think? What? You don't anyway, there that. was a
1: really nice story about that that uh, that yes. uh, lady who has um, cystic, fibrosis. cystic fibrosis. And the, the, the guy from Northern Territory, who's never had a date, told a funny story during the wedding about he's got a, what do you say, I've got a 20 and a half week old back home, and everyone just, the jaws dropped out, and he went, Yeah. It's my dog, Blue Heeler. Yeah, Very that good. was
3: good. But that that but other, was, yeah was quite good. Yeah. But that other jerk, the one who's like you could tell, I didn't like him straight up. Well, a he's better looking than me, so what? I don't like. Oh, he's that. not better looking. He thinks he is. He's a head wobbler. Not, not better looking than no. me. No, oh, thank you, Gary. You got him covered. Thank
1: you. He's just a dead set head wobbler. It, looking at it, yeah. and oh,
3: what's a head wobbler? He's just
1: Trent draw wobble ahead head and talk to you <laughs> like, how good am I?
3: <laughs> hey, oh, listen, we don't have one of those as our guest uh, tonight. Coming up real soon the coach of the St. George Illawarra Dragons, friend of the show, yep. Anthony Griffin, will be joining us. Hook will be on the He's show. He's from G-
1: Rockhampton, actually, a little bit north of where you were. He might have a
3: favourite beach. No, uh, yeah, a lot, lot more north. It might be Wollongong. It could be. Mm. What's it called? Main beach, city beach? City, be- no, city, that's city be- Beach. No, that
1: city beach is in Newcastle. Oh, okay. What's the best beach in Wollongong? Uh, Sumerai, maybe Samurai Beach from Rooster
3: Mars. Where's that? I don't know. Okay. Uh, Paul sent a text. The POMs had the American uh the American War of Independence from 1775 to 1783, so they had a bit on before the first <laughs> week. Paul. See, that's good. That's that, a great history lesson for us. That's that's just a bad excuse. Come on. <laughs> well, what they do between eighty-three and eighty-eight? Surely. They had to build the ships. Oh, if, did all, they? they all got <laughs> wrecked. <laughs> They're waiting for people to commit petty crimes before they could chuck them on the boat. Anyway, Hook's joining. He's got a question for him. Uh, we love to put your questions to our guests, 0457 736 736. What are we going to ask him about? Well, mate, he's had some wretched luck with plays, injuries. and I, I did hear down
1: I like last, last night that young Cody Ramsey might be a uh, a chance of actually playing this year. So could you be breaking that to hook? I'm going to ask him what he reckons.
3: Question: He I, might rule him out for the season, but he might not. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch it. On Sunday night, because I'm like you, I can't stand the bloke as well. But Novak Djokovic won the Australian Open. You must mm. have been really pleased about that. Mm. I think I just realised
1: how happy I was last night.
3: Did you go off about that last night? I couldn't watch it.
1: No, I didn't go off. I was just asking the question: Was is he a goat or a goose? Actually, the, I think it was Andrew Webster's article today that said exactly that's the same thing. Um, well, he- fantastic.
3: I got to say, Andrew Webster's article today—he's—he's he's a good writer. Well, can I tell you, you're not the only one because mm. the uh, the viewer numbers, mm. the ratings were down 17 percent on last year. 1.3 million that's tuned in to watch that final on Sunday night. Now, nothing else on badge. I think. Oh no, sorry, the big bash was on. A great game between the the heats and the, the renegades. Th- renegades. Mm. But pretty clear air, and uh, last year they got one point six million, and this year one point three million. So maybe not as much love for Djokovic outside of Melbourne. Mm. That might—I couldn't believe. I did turn it over the end after the big bash, I couldn't believe the crowd outside Rod Laver Arena.
1: Well, it's a big event; people are going, and they booked their tickets a long time ago. Whether he makes it or not, so. Well, they
3: were—they were, they were holding. The flags of his nation. So mm. they were fans. You, you can't say they weren't. Yeah. And they were all standing outside the gates. And good,
1: and good yeah. on them. That's great. You don't want to talk about that? Uh, no. G'day boys been going to Burley Heads for over 30 years for holidays. Great beach, great place. Yep. And the pub across the road yep. takes Beating Will from Randwick. Sure does. It's yeah, it's a beautiful spot. A little, little bit busy for me. but... Can't get a parking spot back. I, I was, you know, I was going there when I was 17, 18. You know, a long time ago, like 23, 23 years ago, it <laughs> whatever
0: it was, forty Need years ago. Barry, what, you go to the disco, and, disc and I,
1: even back then, I was going, "Oh, it's going to be busy
3: here." God, it's crazy now. If you are not there on the weekends by 6 o'clock, you are no chance of getting a park. Getting a park five thirty a.m.
1: Yes. Um, what about what about this for somewhere not so busy? Treachery Beach, Seal Rocks. That's in New South Wales, still yeah. untouched land and great surf and fishing. Also, a dirt road in, and that keeps the upper-class whining snobs out. The stuff... Yeah, I'm going to put your, your brand-new Range Rover on that. The stuff that you've seen up at Noosa last week with those um, anchors
3: would never happen here. What, no cool cabana, cabanas there at all? No. Tell you what, they're everywhere on so. Malulabar Beach. Are they? It's like a tent city. It's incredible. What are you doing? you Googling Samurai Beach?
1: Well, it says Sumurai, so I'm saying is it is – it, oh, no, it's Samurai. Right, okay. Right. Samurai Beach, oh, Tomaree National Park. Oh, that looks good. And that looks like – yeah, that looks like uh, dirt roads in and out too.
3: Best beach to holiday in, 0457 736 736. Just getting 736. directions I'm from board, my place. I'm
1: putting <laughs> – Oh, near Port Stephens, Nelson.
3: But yeah, that is absolutely – All right, we've got a show today. Outstanding. Do.
1: Well, we're also helping everyone with
3: their holidays. If you haven't been Agnes Water, get yourself up there. Beautiful part of Queensland in Australia. Tuesday, true or false badge. Mm. That's back tonight. If you got one of those for us as well? 0457 736 736. Let me throw this one at you to kick it off, right? Cricket Australia needs to delay tours so the big stars can play big bash until the end. True or false? (laughs) I've stopped that up, haven't I?
1: I'd say true, but... When you consider they going to India, I don't think there's much choice. India, they just go, these are the dates. You're coming or you're not.
2: Okay. And, yep. you know,
1: we know that
3: India, uh, it, that's where all the moolah is. But, okay, then adjust the tournament in Australia to fit our international players in. Because I tell you what, it's such a disappointment to get to the second last game of the tournament and you don't have your international cricketers in there. That I feel ripped ripped off as fan. It has been, been a great tournament. It's been amazing. Mm. It's back. It's officially back. Viewer numbers are up. Crowds are up. It's been amazing. Yep. And, of course, the test summer was so crap. I think we've turned to the Big Bash to get our cricket fix. But for God's sake, to lose Steve Smith and all of those players from the Brisbane Heat out of this game Thursday night, mm. come on. We knew the Indian tour was coming up. Yep. Anyway. Uh, that was my Tuesday, true or false. Good what on you? you. What was uh, the answer again? True, true.
1: Uh, Samurai beaches. Paul, he says it's a nudist beach, so you're being carved up. Wouldn't want to go surfing there. That's got to hurt, surfing I can't nude. do nudist beaches. I can't do nude surfing. Um, no, that's someone else there. Right, can we move <laughs> on? you you got, to, you got
3: a Tuesday, true William or false? William Bly right?
1: had at least two mutinies in his career. True or false? True. That's a text we've got here from number ending in 996, first as captain of the bounty in 1789 and in 1808 in the Rum Rebellion in Sydney when he was governor. He did, yes. Wow. Can I
3: throw another one at you? Tuesday, true or false? Yes. Australia's media are hypocrites. All of them? False. A lot of them are. You know know what made me sick over the last... 24 48 hours. How last year, the food up at <laughs> no we'll mate. Can that. I just say, too, there's a great pizza shop at Agnes Water, right? Beautiful, anyway. How would you know that? All of them, oh, I may have went there once or twice. Good pub up there, too. On You're the hill. a harsh judge on pizza shops because you you actually owned one, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, a couple, three. There so, <laughs> so. But anyway, can I just say, had a good pub there, too. But I just all of the Australian media that was slamming. Djokovic last year for lying or you know, you know, on his conditions to get into Australia, yeah. horrible, p- send him back, do this, do that, wanted him banned from Australia. They're all waxing lyrical about what a great guy he is. Who, this was, sh- who, who, all of them were. No, nah, they're reporting that he won. They weren't I, saying he's a great guy. I accidentally. He's won his tenth. Badge. I accidentally stumbled across the Today Show this morning, mm. and you'd think Djokovic—not this morning, yesterday morning—which I try to avoid—and it was like Djokovic saved a school bus of kids. They were—he's oh, a wonderful guy, you know. He's—you know—he's had a tough five days or five. Weeks. But like, what? <laughs> Stop it! The poor joke They right? just blow with the wind. Yep. Stop it! I, and, and they weren't the only
1: ones. Anyway, we oh, look. I know how I feel about him, and I feel similar about Nick Kyrgios because he does embarrass me the way he goes on. And and then you see, and the stuff that Andrew Webster wrote today, I think was outstanding about that. Kyrgios then starts defending jo- Djokovic last year, and and he says um, it's amazing how these things work. God makes them, and they find each other. <laughs> <laughs> that just says it all.
3: Yeah, I know. Oh Hey, another one I want to throw up to our wonderful audience, and we've got to we've got to go to a break, because so we've got to get hooked on the phone. But it's about cricketers getting fined for joking and swearing. Is it too harsh? Like, I know Matty Wade missed a game for for too many expletive comments, so he got he got suspended for a game early in the year. Yep. And Channel Seven and Fox Sports have complained to Cricket Australia for hand hand handing fines to Sydney Sixes captain Moses on Reeks and Sydney Thunder batter David Warner for swearing and making a joke about an umpire respectively whilst on air are we going too far like yes sir? well they want to wire him up
1: and you expect him That's to right. to play by all these rules and what about when they go sorry I'm not going I'm not going to do it then maybe maybe it's part of their deal you know to get to get paid a bit to to play in it but yeah um Jeez, we've got a lot here about these beaches, boogie as well.
3: All right, we'll, we'll go to those in a moment. We've got to get yeah. on to. We'll talk to Hook about this, Anthony yeah. Griffin, what's who's his also best the. Beach? What's his best beach? Because yeah. he'll have some up there. Mm. And up, is he a Djokovic fan? Is he and what? And she'll be asking about maths last night. Yes, right. Yep. Right. And a bit of footy. If you've got a question for Anthony we Griffin, the St George Illawarra coach, mm. uh, let us know. 0457 736, 736. Hooks on the way next on Sports Day. <laughs>
2: The all-electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. The all-electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah,
3: welcome back to it. No, nice Sats. You've got Badge and Jason here uh, tonight. Sats will be in Thursday night on Sports Day. He'll be back then, of course. Lots oh, he's going... coming back this week. He's coming back. Yeah, you used to have to work, though. You mm. can't You can't bugger off. You know that. One of our favourite sure. coaches, uh, and he's a regular on the show, we appreciate the time he gives us all the time, is Anthony Griffin, the, uh, the coach of St. George Illawarra Dragons. He's joining us on the phone now. G'day, Hook.
4: How are
3: you, Jason? Good, mate. Good, good, good. Thanks for your time again tonight. Before we, before we get stuck into the serious issues of rugby league and what's happening with the Dragons, and plenty happening at the Dragons, unfortunately, with injury and whatnot, look, I just came back Even from... more serious is what? Best beaches. I bet. Mate, I've just... Uh, you're a proud Rocky boy. We love your Rocky twang yeah. in your voice. I've just come back from Agnes Water, which is probably about another six hours south of... Rocky, one of the best places I've ever been in Australia. And we're asking tonight, best beaches. Uh, are you going to pick one from the gong or are you the, going to The stick...
1: riverbank in Rockhampton? <laughs> where, are you, yeah, where are you picking? Where are you going,
4: <laughs> No, we've got, we got a couple of local ones. i there, Yipoon and Emu Park. Oh, had yes. At Emu. Emu Park, when I was um, a lot younger with my family for years, we had some great holidays there, but probably... Um, but, you know, great beaches in Queensland. A holiday to both uh, Burleigh and Maloolah Bar. So uh, they were probably my two favourites.
1: Ah, uh, they both got a mention tonight too. So uh, yeah, yes, nice joint Bar. We know where you're coming from. Um, how's how's things with the uh, with the crew down there? I know you've you're still short a, a couple of players. Is there any concerns around that as we get pretty close to the season? Hook twenty. Well, I've read you have got twenty seven players signed, but a couple, Cody Ramsay in Teletau. A mine, junior, a mine, um, probably unavailable all year.
4: Yeah, it's looking that way, bad. Unfortunately, for both of them, obviously different reasons. But um, yeah, something we didn't want to go through. But uh, yeah, we're going really well. Uh, we've had a great uh, preparation. Um, our list is pretty stable. Obviously, we've got to we've got to fill you know three or four spots um, over the next month or two. I'm not too sure. I think it's by the end of March. You've got to have at least 28. So we've got some internal guys that we can promote, but we've also got capacity um, within our, our cap. We've been really well planned, and um, so we've still got uh, a lot of capacity in a couple of spots there. So. Uh, yeah we'll have a look at the market and be in there. It's a little bit tight, obviously, with the dolphins coming in, they've mopped up a lot of you know a lot of the talent that might normally be floating around at the moment, but um there's always um there's always a deal to be done somewhere. so it it is disappointing you know for uh, Cody in particular with his illness and junior mm. the predicament he's in, but um we'll get through it, and um yeah, we're going really well at the moment.
1: Does that mean you're probably on the lookout for outside backs or are you, are there other positions that you'd, you'd, uh, you'd like to bolster?
4: Oh, uh, we, we're pretty, um, pretty open. We, you know, we probably bolster, uh, you know, all the positions there badge, you know, as I say, we've got a couple of really good training trialists, uh, Dan Russell from the PNG teams going well at the moment. And, um, couple other younger guys from within our organisation but you know we can probably add one in in each spot as an outside back halves and and forwards before the end of the year uh, before the the end of that period I think it's the end of March so um, we're in pretty good shape as I say with Mm. with cap capacity but also um, the development of a lot of our younger guys is continuing really well and we've got four or five guys out of our academy that are training with us at the moment that are that are really jumping out of the ground, so we'll, we'll fill those spots, you know, either through the cap or internally over, over the next month or two. And
1: now, hook. What happens at the Dragons? Are you are you into as a coach and as a club? Are you into pre-season camps? Are they, you know, like the army style camp? Are they, are they worth the effort or or, or are they a dead set boondoggle? You know, like a, a waste of time and, and money.
4: Ah, uh, they're never a waste of time. I think it's just at what stage you your clubs at, you know, um, we, we, you know, we did a, uh, an army style camp uh, last season, but this season we, uh, we, we went and did a football camp at a facility down, down the south coast and spent a week and concentrated mainly on, you know, opposed football and, and, um, you know, the execution parts of our games, you know, our Mm. group's pretty solid now after a couple of years and we haven't had a great deal of change so we're quite happy where we are and, um, so our focus this year was, you know, was to really uh, concentrate and upskill on our, you know, on a, on our football side of things, not our, I suppose, our mental toughness or, or fitness with a, with an army camp.
3: You know, you coaches, I'm glad to hear that because you, this is probably the reason why people aren't. Joining the defence force? They hear about all these footy army camps. And players, <laughs> <laughs> where go, bugger that! I'm not joining the defence force. Hey, hey, hook with the change. That's, that's the a, reason why a lot of our prop, a lot of
4: our players don't join the defence force. <laughs> too, <aren't they? laughs> okay, true. true.
3: <laughs> hey, uh, with changes to the pre season cup, uh, 100 grand on offer as well, and bonus points for scoring tries and a certain amount of tries. You viewing the trials any differently this year? I just want to know as a South fan.
4: Uh, (laughs) No, well Jason, we've got the luxury of two really good trials, we actually drew the bye in round one which um, you know is what it is, it it can be viewed either way but we've got two uh, before that we get two really intense trials, we get to play St Helens next week obviously and they're building up trying to beat Penrith and so it'll be a lot more intense than a normal trial and, and South and dragons charity shield, it's always an mm. intense trial. So we get two really good hit outs, um, against quality sides. And, um, uh, because we've got that three week break until we, we play again, we can, you know, we can, you know, go a little bit more flat out than what we would do. So we're looking forward to the trials as, you know, whether we can score, you know, all those points to win the hundred grand, I don't know, but, um, the trials will be a, will be a, a great preparation for us against those two sides.
1: Mm. How the how are you new and you haven't had a real big turnover of players, have you? But the, a few new players in Jacob Little and um, is it Ben Murdoch Musilla you've got as well?
4: Or yeah, Zane Murdoch Musgrave? Musilla, Zane Musgrave. Mm. Yeah, so dads, we we got two big forwards in Murdoch Musilla and Musgrove, which um, we needed to bolster our pack, and um, they're both still. Uh, got plenty to give. Zane Musgrave, in particular, has had a, had a brilliant off season, and he's sort of coming right into his sweet spot. At, I think he's twenty six, and he's you know played you know four or five seasons. So, and Murdoch Massilla, I worked with him in the Tongan team a few years ago. Um, in the I think it was a Four Nations where we beat England and Australia, and um, uh, so I got to know him on that tour, and he he, he played edge. Um, uh, I think it was 2020, and and did a great job in both tests. So I know what he's capable of. He hasn't shot the lights out in the last couple of years for injury and a number of reasons at the Warriors. But when he came on the market, I thought he'd be a great fit for us. He can he can play on the edge or play in the middle, and he's still got plenty to give. Um, so they've been two really good pickups for us. And Jacob Little, I think everyone's seen his his talent and his speed over the years, and mm. um, yeah, with Andrew McCullough uh retiring, we, we need to bolster our hooker ranks. So, um, a, again, still fairly young with a lot of talent still to unlock in him and, and you know, some things he wants to uh, get done in his career. So, again, I can't question his attitude over the off-season. He's been great for us.
1: Yeah. I- I'm always interested to see how you're going. I know it helps to have some new players and, and clubs kind of have to do things a little bit different each off-season and pre-season to to get the players, you know, up and ready to go. You don't want to do the same thing all the time, but what about you personally, Hook? Do you do any professional development? Do you, have you, you know, done any overseas trips in the last few seasons to the different codes or, 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 even within Australia?
4: No, I haven't done any overseas, but within, within Australia, yeah, we sort of built a, a really good relationship with the Waratahs down here personally over the last, um, uh, you know, couple of years. And, um, so we've done some. Uh, we did a inner club uh, training day with them the other day, and I, I stay in contact um, with with uh, Darren Coleman there, and we share a couple of staff now as well. Um, mm-hmm. It's always interests me the rugby union. It, they uh, they do things really technically. You get a lot out of the the actual catch pass game with those uh, with um, with the union. They're, they're very technically correct with the way that they deliver the ball and catch the ball so we've worked a lot with them on that and with a couple of their coaches uh, I've got a real keen in- interest in the in the AFL and, um, so I've had, had a, a bit of contact with a couple of their coaches uh, Michael Ross is at Carlton at the moment and um, mm. uh, so you're always, looking for, you're always looking for different things to do, yeah. I haven't had the opportunity to get down there yet but I'd like to and, and off the field I'm yeah, I'm always keen on 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 leadership and um, you know learning from different companies or or organisations and yeah, so that, that's sort of how I occupy myself and try to keep growing.
3: Yeah, of course. Hook, there's been a bit of um, stuff spoken about off the field by former well legends of the Dragons. Mate, how how do you handle that personally and 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 with the team? Does that does it have any effect on you at all and and the squad?
4: No, well, it doesn't on me, um, Jason. I, like our club's in as good a shape as it's been uh, in the three years I've been there. We're we're in a really good space at the moment. I know internally, you know how, you know, unified and how aligned we are, um, and how excited everyone really is about their football and going into this season. So there's always going to be critics. The Dragons are a big club. They're a big brand, a bit like the Broncos and. Mm. And, um, and and you know when it, the the scoreboard doesn't sort of satisfy everyone, or you know that's just a business. You're, you're open for criticism. You're open for other people that'll try and justify where you are. And um, I, I think you know the, if you, if you if you get swayed by those opinions, you lose your own focus. So obviously, I respect everyone's opinion, and everyone's entitled to one. But Um, I'm really confident where our club is at the moment, and um, yeah, looking forward to you know getting our first game underway against St Helens. Couple of uh, we've got a text here
1: from Joe. Just there's a bit of the text missing, but it says, "Can you ask ask our two young players that looked the goods last year are going? Trey Stewart and Zach Herring.
4: They yeah, Trey Stewart's going really well. He's a young fullback came through our 19s with the um, with the Steelers about three or four years ago. The First year before I got there, they, they won the New South Wales um, SG ball and actually played uh, Tweed Heads in the national final. Tweed Heads that I think Brandon Pecuio and a few guys that kicked on at that end. Um, so he, he he played in our 21s last year. Played some New South Wales Cup and he'll probably uh, play against St Helens because Sloane's going over to. Um, uh, to Rotorua a rule to play for the indigenous team uh oh, yeah. Ralph Sloan so uh try yeah so they'll see trey in in um uh, Saturday week against St helen's um and zach's been really good he's been on a, a train and trial he's um uh unfortunately he's, he's He's just got a little bit of a quad strain. Um, don't know if he'll trial next week, but he's a, he's a really good young kid as well.
3: All right, hook, got to let you go. You've given us enough of your time, but just quickly, a text from St. Boyd. Listening to Two HD Newcastle. Hi, lads. Could you wish Hook and the Saints the best luck for 2023? Hope it's a great season for them, and give it to St. Helens. That's from one of your fans. That'd be a great in Newcastle. game. They're, they're, <laughs> awesome. they're a
1: quality yeah. team, St. Helens. That'll be a great game, Hook. You would have had to do a bit of research on them, wouldn't
4: you? Yeah, I was actually watched a fair bit of film today, but just getting ready for next week. Where, yeah, it's a real privilege to play in these type of games. As you, you know, as you understand, it's not often you get to play, you know, against English teams, and they've won. I think they've won three uh, Super Leagues in a row. Mm -hmm. So it'll be a great way for us to, you know, start our campaign. And we'll probably give a lot of younger guys. uh, you know, a good crack against them. So it's a good opportunity for us to build some depth out of the game and to give them an opportunity to show what they can do as well. So we're looking forward to it.
3: All right, Hook, we appreciate your time, mate. We love you coming on the show. Um, you never say no, and we really appreciate that time. Uh, good luck this year. Not not against the Bunnies and the Charity Shield, although it's all good money for a good cause. <laughs> but uh, best of luck this year, and thanks for joining us on yeah. Sports Day. No
4: worries, guys. time. See you go. later.
3: Anthony Griffin, the head coach of the St. George Illawarra Dragons, great bloke. He's always got plenty of time for us. Yeah, I we can catch that. him on Burley or Mooloola Bar Beach. Hook with How his shirt calling? off, doing a David Hasselhoff oh. down Moola, bar Beach. Your beauty,
1: Wouldn't just make... like Woogie last week. Oh God, on the weekend it wasn't pretty.
3: I can tell you that much. Well, I've got to change my David Hasselhoff right. probably isn't <laughs> right now either. He's, he's aged a bit. Right break us. time. Is that the time? Break time. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia.
2: Well, this is- The all-electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. The all-electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Welcome back to it. Uh, well,
3: it's Badge and Jason here tonight. Sats will be back. Uh, the band's getting back together on Thursday night. Beauty. Good night to come back. 0457 736 736 is our text number. Uh, you can shoot us a text about anything. And if you're a first-time texter, uh, make sure you put your name on there and where you're from and how you're listening. Had a couple of texts here saying,
1: Hook's a great coach. Go well. The Saints uh Rab Gaz says he's uh, Griffin's a good bloke, good coach, and has had a couple of disruptive years. If he gets a fair go, the Illawarra Dragons will make the eight. The what, Illawarra Dragons, see? What 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 do That's you reckon Rab Gaz means by if he gets a fair go? What's he mean oh, by that? It, 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 injuries and disruptions and other, other well, it issues. Has started adjusts. well? No, it hasn't. That's right. But if he can just get most of his team on the park and not have any dramas, you know, yeah, you know, that 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 barbecue gate. At Paul Vaughan's place, and they've had injuries, and blokes stood down, and all the debell and stuff. They've had a lot of lot of disruptions that can derail your season. Uh, and he hasn't used them as excuses, but I, I agree with Rab Gas. They they could do a lot better if they if they just you know and don't have too many injuries because that can always be very tricky. Can ruin your season.
3: Um, 736 texts about beaches because I've come back oh, from yes. Agnes and also Mullebar. The Maltese mailman from
1: yep. Marrickville. I think I know this bloke. Marubra Beach, hands down, best pies and better waves. Lifeguards are pretty hot as well. <laughs> Please, I think this right. is uh, right. this is uh, the uh, Maltese mailman that I know. Uh, Marubra Beach. Uh, I can't say I would agree with that. Went there once. There was 80 people surfing in about 20 metres apart and it was one foot and it, it's just too busy for me.
3: I just don't, I don't get it. Look, I love watching Bondi Rescue. Yeah. But I, I, I yeah, you don't want to be like you're in a tin of sardines, right? Yes, that's right. You, you, where you're just squashed in with everyone. Um, Daniel from Prairie Woods says, favourite beach is Chugan Beach. Yeah, which yeah. is one of those beaches on the Goldie that doesn't get... People go past it. Well, yeah, and you know what? What a great place to holiday! You get off the plane and within two minutes you're in your apartment or whatever. Yeah, looking at the beach. Yes, and if you very like, nice. and if you like watching planes, yeah, you can the, you can literally if
1: touch if them. You've, uh, <laughs> yes, if you've seen the castle, you can have your very own castle there. He says honourable Mention to zenith beach near next to Tomaree Mountain.
2: Where's Walk that? up
1: that, then you cool off for the swim at Zenith Beach in Shoal Bay, Port Stephens. So nice, uh, nice part of the world there as well. Um, Brad, the owl, says, oh, we're talking about that uh, samurai beach before, nudist beach. How can you tell there's a blind man at a nudist beach? I'm not sure. It's not hard.
0: Oh.
1: Like it. Good one. You should have saved that bah. for your last laugh. <laughs> I should I? have. <laughs> and this bloke says the worst beach he'll give us is Redhead Beach. That's Newcastle. Everyone should stay away from it. Horrible place. Why? That's Brad from Redhead. Oh. He's saying, I don't yeah, want, I I don't want I any it. more visitors. I got it. Good spot. Good on you, Brad.
3: Uh, hawk's Nest Beach, but keep a quiet rabbit burrow from tomorrow. You know, where my parents lived mm. is one of the best places in New South Wales, Lake Caddie. Oh, is... I've never been there. I've heard that. Yeah, yeah that... Everyone, goes, everyone calls it Lake Cathy unless it is. you live there. But yeah. It's Lake Cat Eye, just south of, 20 minutes south of Port Macquarie. Yeah. Beautiful. You've got the lake and the ocean. I've seen the signs and driven past stupidly, yeah. and I should On be. On the freeway. Yes. Go in there, pop in and see my mum and dad's ashes in the lake. Well, in the lake. Well, half of mum's ashes ended up in my face, but that's a different oh, story.
1: Yeah. wow.
3: And down my throat.
1: Um, Michael from Des Moines says, Palm Cove, Cairns. We're talking about that, Woogie. He says, Love it. says, absolutely beautiful and pristine. The downside is, don't go in the water. Crocodiles, stingers, stonefish. Yeah. So I go back to the resort swimming pool.
3: Well, oh, I quite often sit at, there's a corner coffee shop. I'll sit there and I'll watch the tourists have a swim and I go, won't be long now. If mm. you,
1: Before tell you hear a scream?
3: <laughs> That's well. It's the entertainment, I guess. No, it's not. But yeah, I think that's. I heard a story. And this is horrible, and I don't. I don't endorse this. Yep. But people. That's why we have dogs in North Queensland. We send them in the watering holes first. That's horrible. No. That's that's, that's, that's apparently, just so wrong. Well, I hope that's not the case.
1: Uh, Tim, don't freeze your meat from Park. Remember, Tim. Yeah. Obviously, don't don't yep. freeze. Your, uh, he's been going to foster. 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 He's been going to foster religious. That's foster with an R. That's why I accidentally said it wrong. Yeah. Religiously for years. If you haven't been, go. Not in school holidays, though. It's the best. I was willing. Good to have you back. Woogie, I think he's saying. He's woops. not saying that. He is. Good to have you back. Where does it say that? Down the bottom of it. And oh, his text. Oh,
3: yeah. Oh, thanks, Tim. Uh, What else is there? Can't read that one from Rabbit Burrow Burrow Out. We've got a Tuesday true or false from Daniel. We'll get to that real soon. We want more of those. 0457 736 736. Also, some real news on the way. I want to get your thoughts, Badge, Mm. on Wayne apparently trying to poach Alfie to go to the Dolphins. But we won't talk about that. I want to get your thoughts on that as well. Beaches, Dolphins. There's a theme (laughs) running here. (laughs) It's nautical. Uh, (laughs) We're going to go to a break. This is Sports Day. Thanks to
2: Kia. (laughs) The all-electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge & Sats. We'll be back soon. The all-electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge and
3: Sats. Welcome back to it, Badge here. Jason here as well. We'll get to more of your text shortly. 0457 736 736. Actually, I do want to get to this one before we talk about beaches yeah. in the next hour. Uh, we're talking about Djokovic at the start of the show. And I know you're not a big fan. I'm not either, to be totally honest. i not and a fan at all. Not, in, not, a,
1: not even a big one.
3: I talked about the fact that the, the viewer numbers were down 17% on last year's final as well. Uh, Brendan has sent us a text, and fair go. He drops one set in the major that overtakes Nadal for most ever and is pretty much vindicated in his no-jab stance. Goats go on stats, not how good a bloke they are. Well, I don't think he has vindicated. Can I just them. pick you up on something there, Brendan? He hasn't overtaken Nadal. He's to Equal. Nadal. But I don't have a go at Brendan. But I'm just saying, he hasn't vindicated the fact that he yeah. didn't follow our country Grr. rules. But what I was actually... vindicated in his no-jab stance. But he Brent, had a party that
1: spread COVID and just thumbed his nose at it, didn't he?
3: Yeah, it was. Early it days. It was early days. And no one knew how this COVID would take off. Yeah, so just do whatever you want. Well, no, I'm not saying that that... But no one knew, Badge. Yep. And a lot of people here a broke grade. rules as well. But... Yes, the thing is, I'm not saying he's not a good tennis player. He's one of the best. Great tennis player. I was having a crack at the media for last year, f- reporting on what a bad person he was because, you know, he, he no jab, tried to get into the country, all that sort of stuff. And then this year, waxing lyrical about what a great guy he is. I don't know who, was wax, it, who waxed lyrical well, Matt, about him being a great guy. I, I saw, didn't see any journos there. I saw, I saw two media outlets, and one of them, as I said, was the Today Show. Like, oh, you know, what a struggle it's been for him and all that and I'm like oh come on come on let's get to the important stuff what Birdie Beach on the central coast
1: uh, dressed to the right undressed to the left that's from Summerland Point
3: what's
1: that mean well if you want to undress you go to the left one mile beach in Port Stephens from Sporty Gav you don't want to get your left left and right mixed up do you Hawks Nest (laughs) do you tuck to the left or the right Hawks Nest Beach no Uh, but keep it quiet Rabbit Burrow Tamora and uh, that's all I've got at
3: the moment. Right yeah. let's hold off on of those. We'll get to more of your text soon. 0457-736-736. It was a special afternoon in the sports day office as well, the Savo. We're watching some entertaining rugby league. Rugby league. Incredible. Someone's got a big head around here tonight. Anyway, we'll, well get to that. I had two shoppers. <laughs> we'll get to that in a moment. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Back shortly.
2: The all-electric Kia EV6 GT supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. The all-electric Kia EV6 GT supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats.
3: Yeah, welcome back. Uh, Badge and Jason here for the second hour of the show tonight, 0457. Seven three six seven three six is our text number. No Jack tonight. He's I don't know. He's at the doctor's for something. What? Ooh, is I that, wonder if it's related it, to his nickname, Tiny Jack. Is, <laughs> yeah, it's his
1: pituitary gland. That's a what? What? The what, thing that helps you grow. Oh, hmm. isn't it? Do you reckon it just stopped? I don't know. No, he's not that tiny. Right. He's just not as big as Big Jack. <laughs> who filled in for him a few weeks ago, and that's how this that's is right. all developed. Hello
3: to our hope listeners. hope you're all right, Jack Irish. Uh, three burning questions coming up. Text in if you have one for us. Also, more Tuesday true or falses. Uh, I want to throw this one at you, Badge, because I we do have one here. Mm. I'm just trying to look for it. Tuesday true or false from Daniel from Prairie Wood. The Mexican standoff between the NRL and the Ra- Rugby League Players Association – regarding the CBA negotiations will be sorted before the start of next week's pre-season tournament, and All-Stars fixture?
1: Uh, I would say bloody hope it's true, Daniel. True, true, I hope so, because um, there's a lot going on. We've really only heard the players' side of it. And the NRL's been very silent. In fact, Clint Newton from the, play, from the RLPA has been very quiet, but the players have been... Um, uh, pretty vocal about their disappointment with how it's gone on. But I did read Andrew Abdo today. He was saying um, they've been trying to get some of this stuff done and finished, and the ROPA has told them to hang on. No, 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 don't rush it. So I think it works both ways here. I think, you know, he says, Abdo says it's a very complicated agreement and there's a lot to it. And they're not going to give every – give the players and the Players Association every single – item uh, that they want, but they're working through it.
3: Well, yeah, we're going to go through some of that in just a moment, but first uh, Mark's on the line from Upper West Pennant Hills. West Not Pennant. the lower part, but the upper part. Mm. Mark, welcome to Sports State.
0: G'day, boys. How are you?
3: Good, good. You want to
0: I just want to do. Yes? Yeah, just make comment on what you guys have been talking about with the tennis. Um, look, one thing you boys are, you've been consistent for the last two weeks. You're not a fan of Curios, and that's fine. But he is the number one in the world. He's got 22. You mean titles, Djokovic?
3: Djokovic. Djokovic.
0: But, uh, Djokovic. Sorry.
3: And Curios. Um, and Chuck that in there as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the point that I wanted to make—you just mentioned the TV ratings. Um, you got to remember too that we didn't have our own Ash Party there. Curios pulled out with an injury before the tournament even got going, um, and. We lost a lot of the top seeds, the Russian Medladev and and quite a few others, and also the women. Um, so the numbers were dropping off. The fans that had their favourites, they had already gone uh, before we sort of got to the finals. But if you look at the finals, the women's final on a Saturday night was absolutely brilliant. Um, and it doesn't matter which one you were supporting, both were worthy of of holding that cup yeah, up true. Up above them. That was a fantastic match. Yep. Um, the the Joker, he, you know, you already mentioned, he only lost one set in the entire tournament. Um, he's just a machine. He deserves his title. And, and Australia is known as a, as a uh, we always support the underdogs, but I'm not one of those people. I was taught a long time ago to reach number one, it takes a lot of work and effort. And to get to number one and to be there for the last four years or whatever he has been, I think you can't but tip your hat to him. He's an absolute champion. And and he goes about his business like robotic style. He is brilliant. Okay, his personality shouldn't really come into it. But unfortunately, that's where it is. And the crowd, too. I did watch the game. The crowd it's it's not a football match or something like that. Tennis is a totally different thing.
3: Oh, no. I've been to the tennis and the crowd,
0: yep. yep. And the crowd applauding a single and a double fault, that is that is really poor sportsman. Yeah. And and I can understand either player getting frustrated that, you know, you don't have to like me, you don't but you don't applaud a a double fault or something like that. That's just really poor sportsmanship. Yep. I tip my hat to him. I hope he wins a, a quite a few more. And t- you've given me a big say here.
3: I know. But, um, I'm trying to say you know, something. Hang on, <laughs> Mark. Hang on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hold and on. Just One, one, wait. one more thing. One more thing. <laughs> one more thing.
1: <laughs>
0: All right. One, one more thing. Curios will never get me on side. Be it an underdog, be number one, or right. be an Aussie, yep. you can't carry on like a spoiled little brat with a, such a gift that, you know, if you believe in God that he's given him, and he's just going to put that
3: on the drain pipe. Yeah. Okay. Can I can I respond? Well, I wasn't having a crack yep. at. I wasn't having a crack at Djokovic at the start of the show. I was having to go at the media, who in one year can absolutely yep. smash the bloke from pillar to post about trying to get into the country with the wrong paperwork. Then on Monday morning, I tune in and I'm breakfast television, and they're they're feeling sorry for him, and he's a lovely bloke, and blah blah blah. Like, come on, stop. Flicking with the wind. The other thing was the ratings, the ratings, mate. There was third and fourth seed playing in that final. That on paper, Sitsipas versus Djokovic, that is a great matchup. The fact is, 300,000 less than last year, but you know, it's and, and there was no Kirios. I don't know if you can blame
1: it on uh, other blokes, you know, Barty being out and Kyrgios and all yep. those other guys. But if Roger Federer was in that final, would have still had another 300,000 people,
3: and last year 2.5 yeah. million watched the Saturday night final with uh, Barty, and I think Kyrgios yeah. was afterwards in the double. Yeah. So that was a massive that was a massive audience, but still 1.6 turned True. up the next night. So ratings are ratings. I just don't think there's a lot of love for Djokovic outside of Melbourne. There's massive True. love for it. You saw the crowd on the TV. Massive love. Yeah. But my my shot at the yeah. start was about the media. I am just oh, they just yeah. flip every You're time. part of it. <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> I have two more. Quick, Mark. Quick. I just have two more things that are, I promise. We we haven't even mentioned the two no name wildcards that ended up pulling off we the, the doubles for Australia. Yep. The um. Is this Phillips? a Phillips? Deal about the special case.
1: Yeah, kinky. I, We're calling them kinky. <laughs> Kubler and Rinjicada. Yeah, yes,
0: that's right. Yeah, uh, very good. Rank, rank and, and but that—I I promise you a uh, dad's joke. What? What's the difference between Dubai and Abu Dhabi? I don't know. I'm worried.
3: Oh yeah. No. I've got my finger on the well, button.
0: Well, in Dubai they don't like the—they don't like the Flintstones, but in Abu Dhabi do. Oh god. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That'll do. I was nervous. That's the last laugh. We were very we were see, worried. Same. mark it okay, on your market. I was petrified. <laughs> pet- oh no. Oh, did you have your finger on that jump yes, button? I did. did. I did.
3: Hey, um, just on the NRL, they've released an official statement badge clarifying its position on the NRL W pregnancy and parental policy after social media reports said the RLPA's proposal had been rejected by the NRL. Now, the statement included the proposal that had been worked on. The NRL, NRLW clubs and the RLPA have been working together since October 22 on a new NRLW pregnancy and parental leave policy that includes the following badge. Yep. Providing parents with both paid and unpaid support in caring for the children up to the age of 24 months. Wow. Wow. All right, which is great. It's long. That's great. Uh, better than most workplaces. Mm. NRL financial support of paid player parental cover per season. Mm. Right. Uh, NRL uh, financial support for replacement players for pregnancy replacement. Wow. Yep. Pregnant players will have contract security and players will be able to move to a safe job. Now, I'm not, is that in case they can't go back and play footy? Uh, I'm, I'm not too sure about that. Don't know. I'm not but sure. But it
1: seems pretty all-encompassing and very generous, I, I would say, on the surface there. I mean, I'd, I'd hope that, that the RLPA
3: would uh, accept that. The NRL also went on to say it has respected the sensitive nature of confidential discussions. However, misleading and false information has been damaging to the process. Mm. Are are the NRL suggesting here, Badge, that they've been talking to the Rugby League Players Association and maybe they haven't been talking to their members? I think so.
1: I think that's that's what they're implying, is that, hey, we are deep in negotiations. We have offered this. We're doing this. But that hasn't been passed on to the players from the association. That is what I've read. So... um, yeah, look, I think that there's two sides to it, isn't there? We keep, we, all we've been hearing is that the NRL's stumbling and bumbling and, and fidgeting and not getting anything done, where they're saying, hey, no, it's very deep, it's very complex, and we are working hard. When they come up with policies like that, their pregnancy and parental leave policy,
3: you can see how much work would need to go into that. That that looks like a very solid policy there, and, and as I said, probably better than most workplaces in mm, Australia. Depending on
1: the amount of pay, the percentage of, of their re-
3: regular pay and support they're going to get. But, yeah, it does look very strong. Um, what else? He wants to uh, wants to personally address this. This Andrew Abdo, the game's disgruntled playing group, as he repairs for three days of crucial talks with the players' union aimed at ending rugby league's collective bargaining negotiations. So Abdo says this has not been about disrespecting the players, and if there is a frustration that they are not being listened to, perhaps they are not getting the full story. hmm that's not an implication. That's a
1: uh, that's a statement, isn't it? He thinks that's what's happening.
3: Interesting. Yep. So he says he Abdo aims to end that by speaking directly to the group as they aim to find a solution. So I hope that, they take him up on that. Well, is that the Rugby League Players Association and the group of the players player representatives? Tentative.
1: Right. Yes. Yeah. Which would be players from every club.
3: It's interesting. We, we've got trials that. Start the pre season comp starts not this weekend, the following mm. they'll want to pull their fingers out and get this job done pretty quickly. Badge, absolutely.
1: And and as we uh, that question that was asked before, um, it is a uh, yeah, it's a, it's a burning question where uh, when is this going to be done, and hopefully, before there's a ball kicked in anger in any of these uh, these trials that we have that you know, this new competition happening.
3: 0457 736 736. Uh, danger's been on the text. The best beach for me is Talabudra, especially after being, what was the name of that pub? Ah, then you then, And when you, you can go to the old, used to go
1: to the old playroom. Some there big nights there, boys, many years ago. Didn't we all, Danger? I didn't. What a great spot. I was too young. The Patch was down at Coolangatta. The, the playroom. What? The Patch <laughs> at Coolangatta. The playroom at Talabudgera. Who'd you see at the playroom? I bat? saw Aussie Crawl there. Great band. I know. I remember. Early days. I remember. Late 70s, I reckon. Seeing Aussie Crawl. I don't know. It was the final Actually, it had to be early 80s because I wasn't 18 until. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <the 80s. laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think you could be done for that now. <laughs> hey, um, good. I, I remember going to Shark Park. and I think it was Aussie Crawl's final wave. And it would have no, been no. about 87. No. No, it was, it was you couldn't m- have. Why? No. Why? Because you couldn't
1: have because it wasn't called Shark Park.
3: Ah, well, it was Endeavour
1: or Ronson yeah. Oval. I think what we're, were all those names? Keltex Field.
3: Yeah. I, what I, were all those names for Shark Park? I don't know, but I just remember I just told going, I just going, No, but this wasn't a sponsored name. It was called something different back then, late 80s. But I, I remember seeing it. it. was the Field. first time. I didn't know what was going on, Badge. There was women taking their tops off everywhere. I'm going, what's this? Oh, I was no. 17, Badge. I was young and impressionable. Wow. Did was... you ever go to Indy on the Gold Coast? <laughs> Later. Oh, that was... All right, we're not going to talk about this. <laughs> Afternoon, <laughs> okay. gents. We're not going there. Great beach is Point Perrin uh, near Rockingham and WA. Beautiful blue non-surf ocean and just a great spot. Thanks for your text, Michael. Any other uh, beaches badge? Uh, we've already had um,
1: Box and Zenith Beach mentioned by Bondi Jackie. Jackie says it's at the end of Shoal Bay Road right opposite Tea Gardens. Yeah. You want everyone to know? Oh, snackers from Canberra. Canberra Pool. It's <laughs> in Canberra. That's a beauty. Uh, there aren't many great beaches on Lake Burley Griffin, but
3: no. those South Coast beaches, I tell you what. That road out of Canberra <laughs> down to Bega. Yes. Beautiful. Yes. Beautiful. Do you love Beautiful. that road? Oh, it's it was <laughs> back. Every weekend, everyone's getting out of Canberra. Did you it, mention Kalala Beach?
1: No. Jervis Jarvis Bay. What's saying. going on with you tonight? because oh, I'm I a lot of these places I don't know that well. I'm a Queenslander, you know, and that. Yeah, um Kalala
3: Beach, is it? C A L L A in Jarvis Bay, not Jervis Bay. Yeah, no, hey Badger and Woogie, welcome back, boys. Can't go past the beautiful beaches at Yamba. Yeah, good call, Grafton yes, Bronco. Listening true. on two
1: GF. Turner's Beach at Yamba is the one uh just south of the uh the inlet, the river. And it's oh, It's a good little
3: spot and then those other, yeah, the other beaches are outstanding. Sharpie, Sharpie is listening to 97.5 badge that I took my girlfriend to Tunkari and Foster. Yep. What's the matter? (laughs) Am I, have I I I missed something there? I don't know, because they're not far from each other, Tunkari and Foster. Okay. Oh, I don't know now. He didn't say lost her, did he? No, he took her. Right. Um, just off subject, Andy D from Redlands saying, evening fellas, the best thing is Novak and Warner are out of the country for a while. Oh, oh come on. that's a bit. That is a bit. I've got a, uh, a true or false coming up. I'm going to ask you about, uh, Davey Warner. Okay. Hey, um, what about the Aussie cricketers today? What about the Aussie cricketers jumping on their flight to India? Photos of them sipping champagne today? in business class. Yeah. Really? Straight after the AB medals last night. I, I, actually, AB wasn't there last night. I hope he's all right. He's mm. he's a bit crook. Jane. sent Jane instead, his, his wife. Jane, his wife. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Is, is, watch the is Jetsons? that a song? George Jet The Jetsons. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry, I didn't pick that up.
3: I don't know where that came from. These weird things pop into my head. Well, yeah, as you know. <laughs> Radio oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. 736 Keep your texts coming through. Danger saw Joe Cocker at... The Playroom, about 45 years ago. Good on you, Danger. That'd be amazing. Uh, did Danger slip in through the bathroom window? No, what was that song? She came in through the bathroom window. <laughs> was that right? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, <laughs> that's what Danger would have done uh, that. Hey, what are your thoughts on Ricky Stewart? He's revealed uh, recruit Danny Levi could be the man to wear the number nine jersey for the Raiders this year badge. Bit of competition there, yes, of course. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. It, look, he goes. I think he would be he'll be a good recruit if uh, if if needed. But Ricky, said he'll dead set. He won't. Get, he will get a game in the trials, and
3: then we'll see who gets the um, who gets the spot. Newcastle have signed uh, fullback from Cronulla. Well, he played off the bench mostly. Uh, Lachlan Miller. Yeah, he was from uh, he played rugby, didn't he? Rugby sevens, and he was he he did some good stuff
1: last year with the Sharks. We knew this was coming. Weeks ago, so what? They've, they've actually finally signed
3: him, have they? Yep, they have. That came out late this afternoon. All right. He's got about four tries in seven games off the bench. Badge. There you go. So not too He's a bad. Flyer. Uh, Roosters news. See seriously. that that helps,
1: to, you know, move Caitlin Ponger definitely into 58
3: Yes, absolutely. Hmm. Uh, Robbo, the Roosters coach, spoke of their dramatic exit of the competition last year and the lessons learned from the game against the Rabbits. That was crazy. Roberts. That game against the Rabbits. That was just so
1: full on, so emotional, wasn't it? Um, in that game that they yeah, where well, they got knocked out. You uh, know what? The one thing that really stood what? out for me. Right. the bloke who I thought I would have thought a few years ago would be would have got carried away the most and probably blown it for his team, was very composed. That was Latrell Mitchell. Mm. He was outstanding, and uh, and he
3: sighed. One and I think that was a big, big lesson for him. Ah, it's good. We get rubbish for losing another prelim, but you know we got there from seventh spot last year and beat some good teams together. We, there. well, as in us. We who south? I'm a member. Mm. I can say whatever I like. You Actually, do- sa- you, if anyone again have you? Yeah, if yeah. anyone's listening from south, I don't like this year's hat. I prefer the white hats. This one. I don't know. It doesn't look like a South Sydney Rabbitohs no, member's hat. No, you pay the hat. extra $5, you get the good hat. Oh, dear. Well, I got yeah. the bad one because mm. I went cheap. Hey, uh, what about the Broncos today? Rhys Walsh uh, put up a post of him in a moon boots. Then the post disappeared. There's concerns about whether it, there is an injury. But the Broncos media have confirmed he was just wearing a boot as a prank. My question for you, Gary, and also the Broncos, mm-hmm. then why was the photo removed? If it's I, I, only a prank. I don't know. It's a, it's a boondoggle. Where did you get this from? It's, a boondoggle? It's my word of the night. Can you help me out here? What about Luke Brooks has endorsed the club's multi-million dollar pursuit of Mitch Moses? Of course he has. They're good mates. Well, they had
1: lived get for, together for a while, didn't they? And they played a lot of footy together at the Tigers. Yeah. I just have this feeling that the Eels aren't going to let him go. Okay. Can I? How does Mitch Adam? Moses. Adam,
3: is it Dewey? Dewey. How does Adam know he's changed? And it could be, yeah, yeah, you're right. It's probably you. How career. is – he's his teammate this year. How is he sitting there going, oh, that's all right. He's he's endorsing chasing someone else. In the meantime, I'm sitting here as his halves partner. Oh Well, he doesn't have to be a halfback, a 5'8", Adam, um, do,
1: eh? do he? He's a great player. You're going to have him in your side somewhere. Um, but the more players of the, that quality of Mitch Moses you have, the better chance you are of success. So – um, Adam Dewey's not going to miss out.
3: He'll, he'd play somewhere else if mm. he had to. So has that gone anywhere? That that pursuit of Mitch Moses? I've been away from no, no. It, I've, no, I've it hasn't. The no, news we don't. At all. We don't know. Right, yeah.
1: uh, we knew. We know the. Sorry, the Bulldogs pulled out of the race. It's down to the Eels and the
3: Tigers. Right. Okay. There you have it. Any other NRL news we're missing, let us know. 0457 736 736. Got to go to a break when we come back. Three burning questions. We'll get to that in a moment. This is Sports Day. Day.
2: The all electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. the all-electric Kia EV6 GT supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, welcome back to the show.
3: Uh, Something too, we've got some more NRL news, which I forgot to mention earlier. Um, David Fafita's father has been refused bail, according to reports out of the Canberra Times. The father of NRL star, David Fafita, has been refused bail after a string of alleged offences, including entering an elderly man's home while he slept. In another alleged incident, sai Osi Fafita, 44, was found hiding from police behind a garbage bin in a stranger's garden. Apparently he's been in custody for 50 days, badge after being charged with 13 offences between June 2021 and October 2022. Brisbane Supreme mm. Court heard repeat, today.
1: Repeat, 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 offender. It, it, uh, it's alleged and yeah, yeah. many driving without licences and... So, uh, yeah, not good. Just I good. feel sorry for the Unfortunately, it drags his son's name yep. because of his fame um, into it,
3: and we've seen that with a, a number of players. Yeah, it's not good. Time for three burning questions. Uh, have you got one for me badge? Just... Uh, yes. Um, is MAFS the best worst show of all time? Yes. It is. I is this true? It or, can be both, truthful. can't it? True or false? You, 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 no, no, it's three. It's ba- a burning yeah. questions? Badge, you watched it last night. Sats was texting me. He gave us a rundown all day, didn't he? He was counting down. Mm. He got the time wrong. He thought it started at seven. I have to remind him it was seven thirty. But it is. It's just a train wreck, and you get addicted to that. Mm. There's a woman who married a guy who left his girlfriend's place the day before to go and marry this other girl. And he. Yeah. And he is a tool. Yeah, I was going to say that's he the best way to say it. He just is. And she's like, I don't know what to do. I not know what to do. Run for the bloody hills. Well,
1: at the start of the show, they introduced all of them to each other, the women, the, the girls all this. together, the men all together. And they said, and we know you're all here for one thing. And they all went, for love and marriage. And they all went, yes. And I went, no, they're there to be on <laughs> television and
3: try to. Get famous. Well, that's the only it's reason. Just pathetic. That's the only reason she's going to hang around, right? Well, if she does, we'll find yep. out tonight. But seriously, if you go on a honeymoon with this bloke, you deserve oh, that. Oh, look, he sorry. Seriously, just watch him and he can spin a yarn.
1: He's just the dodgy eyes and he's just <laughs> dodgy full eyes. of himself.
3: Dodgy eyes. Yeah, anyway. Does Paramount's success badge depend on whether Mitchell Moses signs with them Or well, stays with him, yeah. Uh...
1: Oh, I would say yeah, yes, yes. I would say their immediate success. They 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 need Mitchell Moses. there. very important to them, and uh, and Dylan Brown really came of age. I thought last year, and their halves combo was great. And I think, I think Parramatta realizes it too. They won't they won't be letting him go without a fight. I, I think they'll, you know, he'll be their highest paid player if he's not already, and he's very very important to them. Hence the reason that other clubs were chasing him. The guys just getting. Better and better, isn't he? He's played yep. played origin now too, and he's um, played in the grand final. he'll uh, He'll keep improving.
3: Um, a rugby union question for you with Eddie oh. Jones landing in Australia on the weekend. How can Australia win the World Cup under Eddie Jones? Ah oh, well, by um, I th-
1: would say by following him uh, religiously, by by really taking on board what he can bring to them because he's had a lot of success with Australia, with England. And, in you know, he coached Japan in Japan. And he's um, the guy just – some of these coaches, they have a knack. uh, They know how to succeed. He's always striving to be better and different and changing things that he does. I think they are absolutely on a winner. So how can they win the World Cup under Eddie Jones? Um, Yes, buy into it. If they all buy in, they're a massive chance of of
3: improving. Badge, uh, we we spoke to Stephen Beaver Donald, former uh, All Black uh, last week on the show, and you know, with Eddie taking over as the Wallabies coach, he said something that Australia has an easy path to the semi-finals. I went and checked that. Mm. We actually do. We should at least get to the semi-finals, and whatever happens after well, that. Well, he said the problem is we haven't got the cattle.
2: He that's said that you know, as well.
1: but that's um, that's his opinion. I think Eddie would say that we. You know, we, they can improve. And the players, I, th- I think they've got – not that I know enough about rugby, but, yeah, I think I think they'll be better than they have been. And Eddie a knows – much better chance.
3: Eddie knows how to beat – you'd think he has the blueprint to, to beat England. Well – You'd think he set that up. Yeah, but but who's taking over and what are they doing there now? Well, yeah, well, do England change their playing style mm. this close to World Cup? But yeah. the other thing is – They start throwing the ball around. <laughs> you mean what? Less kicks Less for goal? Less scrimmaging. Oh, don't yes. start me. But the other thing is, mm. the other thing is Eddie has a history of knowing how to get teams up to beat the All Blacks. And when was the last time we beat the All Blacks? Is it something nineteen twenty eight. But it's been long, a long time. But he knows how to coach against them. Yeah. And to win the World Cup, you've got to beat the All Blacks. You've got to beat England. Probably. Well, you will, some at some stage. What
1: if you don't what if they get both what if they get knocked out in the semis and you're not on oh, their well, side of the draw?
3: Oh, right, yeah. I'm just saying. Well, it oh,
1: doesn't matter. Sorry to baffle you with science. Are you all right? Are you, you, I think hey, there can I, isn't. Can I look yeah, you text go. here? Yeah. Uh, best beaches, Back Beach Racecourse near Crescent Head, Robot. That's a beautiful spot, Is Crescent it? Head. Absolutely. Yeah, very, very nice. Very popular now. Um, it's, it's, it's kind of remote, but it's it's very, uh, very popular Mid, midway down. Oh, probably a bit, bit further north than midway between. Um, Port Macquarie and Coffs, I think. Um, hey, guys, wh- why have the Dolphins Rugby League jerseys got the Kings on the front? Straight away, I just think of the Sydney Kings basketball team. Not good. Michael from Dremoyne. Have you seen him, Woogie? Yeah, it's the sponsor. It says Kings.
3: It's their sponsor. Yeah, they announced it's, this last year. This is Kings removalist? No, what it's, are King, they? it's uh, like camping stuff. King's camp, oh Yeah, so Interesting. they put, they do, I think they do trailers and, and st- like, you know, stuff to go outdoors with. Oh, okay. It mm. discounts yeah, to. They put the canopies on, you you know. Discounts the, to rugby league fans? Oh, I, I don't know. You'll have to take that up the with a dog. The canopies on the, I like that. You know they got those fold-out canopies yeah. on the. Yeah, so there they exactly. do all that stuff. In fact, uh, one of our colleagues, Cam Smith, I think does, is on their ads.
1: No, he does the, oh, he might do
3: that. He does. He
1: doesn't do the men's sheds.
3: No, he does and he does kings because 'cause I've looked at him and I've gone, what? Oh come on, mate, you've never been camping a day in your life.
1: Oh. Yeah, you seen that's... his nails?
3: They're, not, they're perfect, they're manicured. Yeah.
1: <laughs> What's her name? The uh the surfer that's on the uh, does the um best sheds ads. Have you seen I haven't the best seen sheds? Them, no. Oh. Lane Beach? No, no, no. It was um Trent Merrin's ex.
3: Uh, okay, well that's narrowed it down for me. I well, everyone knows that. I haven't followed his. his what was it? Yeah, anyway, I don't know. Hey, um, we're talking. Sh- we're talking about Lake Katye before, and what Kathy. a great. It's Cathy, isn't it's it? Lake Katye and the great why beach that, that is there, because yeah. that's what they call it. Well, why? The Bowls Club there as well. So you, you've got the Bowls Club, cross the road into the lake, and then past the lake you've got the surf beach. You'd love it, Badge. Oh, you can see so you can go through the lake, and you get if you swim the lake, you get to the surf beach. Yeah, or you can it? just walk around the lake. Beautiful. It's up to you. Sounds good, mate. Great spot. That bowl, I may they used to do the best Chinese. Mm. I remember I took my mum and dad there one night with my brother. You must have they, had a wind, did you, in the bowls? No, <laughs> you no. Chinese. And they lived. They lived. We used to love going down there and visit. They lived eighty meters from the bowls club. Mm. So you go down with mum and dad, have some dinner. They go home. You'd wander home. That midnight, try and get through the cat door, whatever you know, just to get in because you have forgot a key. One night, get with the cat. <laughs> one night, Jeez, you must have had a big cat. We uh, we went down there, and my dad was the ultimate tight ass, and my brother is also one. So I said, Listen, I'll shout, I'll shout, I'll shout, mum dinner, you buy dad's. He goes, Yeah, all right, oh, mum just goes, Oh, I'm not hungry, I'll just have something small. And as soon as dad Hurt us, say, Dad, I'll shout yours. He goes, I'll have the curry king prawns, thanks. Didn't even hesitate. Wow. They used to do good king prawns there. <laughs> anyway, Sally Fitzgibbon.
1: That's it. That's my um, mate, Marty, uh, has told me that. Um, so, yeah. Bad shit, it's 40%. Oh, <laughs> he's very excited. Christos. Thinking about Christos, the money, I
3: think. Hey, boys, any beach on North Coast, New South Wales are beautiful. Yep. In regards to plays, union and the NRL, the truth is always somewhere in the middle. Mm, good advice, Christos. Um, and if you wonder well, you're wondering why Badge has got a big head tonight, he's been a bit funny. What? It's because we had to watch in the Sports Day office today, he made us sit down and watch back-to-back Gary Belcher specials. They were
1: not. The were games of rugby final, league,
3: yes. which was amazing. He won that. What was it, it was. 18-14? How, yeah,
1: how good were um, some of the, uh, the Panthers in the raid? How good day? was Ricky? And now, Rick, Ricky
3: was the man of the match that day. Was Brad he?
1: Clyde. Outstanding.
3: Um, you saw Lazo get hit and lose the ball. That just never said, happened.
1: Yeah, I said someone's. Well, I think Johnny Cartwright. Someone came in low and and whacked him, and the ball came out. I, Lazo just never. I
3: just very rarely remember him making a mistake. The big unit, Badge. You played in that era, mm. and you now commentate in this era. I reckon the game. I don't know. I think the game was faster back in your day than it is now. Well, it. it I
1: got to say, people used to say that. But you say, oh, the game was is, is so fast now. It wasn't because this was during wrestling. And i go, I don't see what you're seeing. Once they tidied up the, the, the wrestle and the play the ball and it sped back up again, I thought, that's the game we love. And that's what you see when you watch those games. You don't see all the ugly stuff around the play the ball and the holding down and whatever. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, they're, they're generally better athletes now, I guess, because more training and whatever else they do. But you go back and watch a lot of those old games. The we watched the state of origin game from nineteen eighty nine. I think the I one chose where not to, yep. no, yeah, um, I think Mick Hancock busted his leg or something, and and Bobby Linder went off, and Alan Langer they all had leg leg or broken arms or something, and Mel Meninga broke his eye socket. Laurie Daly got hurt. There was so many injuries, and it was
3: so brutal, but it was quick. It was a good game. It was mate that that grand final against the Panthers that I did stand there and watch with you. That was that was a brutal game of rugby league. And it was very fast. And you know what? No stoppages for video refs. I mean, there was a try scored by Brandy. I mean, you're in the game. You don't even know
1: no, no one's ever seen it on the replay because they missed it. There was a little incident before. Someone, <laughs> A, a Panthers player got up to play. It was about five minutes to go. A Panthers player got up to play the ball. And tow, you could do it be, back then. You could just throw it forward. And like a, a play the ball, you could play it forward. He towed it forward between one of our marker's legs it was only a meter from the line and we chased it back i think phil carey knocked it dead while that's happening there the cameras i think are expecting it to go back to a scrum or to a restart meanwhile they got a penalty i think it might have been me for doing something like tripping and greg alexander just quickly took the tap put the ball down a line. it's never been seen the try it's the mystery try. So you were there. It what if they had won the grand final with that try? <laughs> no one would ever seen it.
3: So you were there and never saw it?
1: it well, I, I kind of can't remember uh, it.
3: But they, there is no video
1: no footage of it. <laughs> and, and I think at the time it was Rex Mossop or someone that went, well, we're not going to get any vision of that We're watching something else. Because <laughs> now they've got 28 cameras. I think there might have been four or something back then. Oh.
3: I, I got to say, I've got a. I, it's just nice not to see the video ref look at it. What you? Yeah, it would have, have tried been thirty times, twenty eight times, thirty yeah. times. Horrible. Radio right, okay, break time. This is Sports Day uh, with Badge and Jason. When we come back, we'll look at uh, some more news. Uh, lots going on in the sporting world. We'll get to that next. A
2: day. The all electric Kia EV6 GT supercar. This is Sports Day. With Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. The all-electric Kia EV6 GT supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats.
3: Yeah, stream every NFL game this season live on the NFL Game Pass. Visit nflgamepass.com. This is not an ad. For NFL Game Pass, i pay for it myself. Right. Looking forward to the Super Bowl in a couple of weeks' time and all those American commercials that come out for the Super Bowl. A lot of companies spend their entire budget just on... You look forward to the ads. In the Super Bowl. Yes. Love it. Mm. You get all those ads with the uh, NFL game pass. I love it. Well, I'm a weirdo. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Matilda's World Cup opener against Ireland has been moved to a course stadium in Sydney due to the demand of fans. This is awesome, So where,
1: where was it going to be? It was going to be at Allianz, the, the, the new stadium, yeah. uh, 45,000. So what do think? They, they're going to get another 40,000. 80-something thousand. Wow. Wow. That is this is huge. But what if you lived up the road? If if you live up the road from Allianz and you bought tickets, can you go? No, I don't want to go out there. Can't you just be happy for? <laughs> I'm very Australian happy. women's I soccer. You no, know, I've been devil's advocate. No, but that, that is move. amazing. This the it's women's sport is just honestly the last five years or so it's gone through the roof with um, the NRLW, the, the cricket. We were talking last night, Matty Rogers and I, Woogie. Just not getting off the track too much. The Women's IPL the Women's Premier League in mm. India is finally going to get underway. Mm. And they've had the the teams, the bids, the uh, winning bids announced for the the teams just before they and the players are going to get some, you know, finally get some great paydays with this. But more has been spent on the teams for this Women's IPL than the original IPL in 2008, the men. But then the men's more uh, Ahmedabad was the most 222 million dollars is what they've paid for the team. Well, could you imagine? That's uh, a I'm pretty sure the um, the mining, oh, the mining company. company.
3: Could you imagine the amount of young girls in India who not only adore the the male players, but then now they're going to have some female opportunities and, and and also female players look up to as and, they develop their own game. But right? it's, it's, it's going to come from they're going to come from worldwide though. Yeah, I know. I
1: think of all the superstars from Australia they're going to get. Yeah, the likes of Beth Mooney and Ash Gardner, and they're, they're all now going to be in high demand. Badge. The, the best one-day players.
3: Yeah, the, the payday for the Australian cricketers is as finally Could be come. substantial. Yeah, let's hope so. And good on I mean, I, I couldn't imagine I hope they haven't spent it all on the <laughs> buying the teams. I I couldn't imagine not one Australian player not being on the radar. It's such a great cricket side. But going back to the women, our women's football team or soccer team, I'd rather say soccer. They're very good. They're going to give this World Cup a a, a real shake. For sure. You know, and this is a – I can't wait for this. This is in, in July. Well, that opening game's July 20. Do did, did
1: did they make sure that we get a fairly easy draw like they do generally? Like Qatar. What? right in. Do they? they make sure that we well, no, don't they got get quali- knocked
3: out in the first, you know? No, Qatar in, did, in did not get games. an easy right in. They get automatic qualification. Right, which they shouldn't have. No, every every host nation does. Mm. I don't think we'll – put it this way. I don't think we'll see – I'm no soccer expert. No. I don't think we'll see Qatar at the next World Cup. There you go. Unless they buy that as well. Can you do that? Can no. you sell your successful oh. bid to another country? Where is it going to be next up after I think this? I think the next one is not the United States. It may be London. England? Maybe London. Maybe hmm. England. Right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, stream every NFL uh, NFL game this season live on NFL Game Pass. Visit NFL dot com. I never thought I'd say, "Geez, where's Jack when you need him?" <laughs> we need him to answer. Your question. Yes. Uh, got to go to break before we do. Talking about, I was whinging about my South Sydney members hat this year. I don't like a badge. Why? It looks like I've bought it and then taken it to the embroider at Westfield and got them to do it. Oh, is it? Yeah. I don't like the color. You're
1: saying they've 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 gone cheap. Oh, they or they just didn't get it. Looks done. horrible. Do you reckon they they got the boxes and boxes full of them and went, oh no, are we still gonna we're gonna send them? It's too late. You Let's send, send this to Woogie. Uh, Brett from Grasmere. I think it's Grasmere. Oh, see, if you if you're less than three years, you get the crappy one.
3: Woogie, Woogie couldn't agree more. The hat this year looks like one you'd get from a crappy market store hidden at the back of Paddy's. Should have got the scarf. Mm. I wonder if any other south sydney members are disappointed in the hat this year maybe we can we could march the steps of the south sydney officers and change our hats over to scarves i don't know 0457
2: 736
3: 736 break time when we come back last laugh oh. from badge and also i will get you a weather check for tomorrow and the last blast on the way next <music>
2: The all-electric Kia EV6 GT supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. The all-electric Kia EV6 GT supercar. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Uh, welcome
3: back to it. We are minutes away from Badge delivering on another last laugh oh, here on sports. You've this. No,
1: hey, Woogie. You've been put in your place, mate.
3: What do you mean? About your rabbitohs cap. The member's cap. The member's cap. Oh, yeah, no, I'm still wearing the old one badge. I prefer the white ones. Well, the 2023
1: one, have you actually paid your membership? Yes, I have. Is this a I've got a picture of it here. Is that it?
3: Yeah, the black one, yeah.
1: Yeah, my my mate, uh, Marty the Mailman. It's not that bad, mate. Wear it with pride, woogie, glory, glory. Come on you take the good and the bad. It's just not, you know, just
3: because you like the white cap better. That oh, looks all right. I've had two years of the white cap. They look brilliant. Well. Anyway, uh, New Farm Australian through and through. I will wear it with pride. If you're listening in Young on 2LF, the home of the Young Yabbies Rugby Union Football Club, for your Wednesday, top of 29, a sunny day with a low of 15. Overnight. I tell you what, how excited would they be in Young about Eddie, the new coach of the Wallabies? Uh, yes. Why Why Young? Oh, just everyone. No, that's, that's
1: oh, where they're from. Oh, it's the Yabbies, the rugby union club. Yeah, young Yabbies. Oh, I thought you meant, oh, meant Eddie was from there.
3: Oh, there's a Randwick No, club, it's a
1: pathway it? to the Wallabies. Yes, I got you now. Sorry. New
3: Farm's products are <laughs> formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm, Australian through and through.
2: It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats.
3: Sure, we got some issues going on with uh, the uh, CBA for the Rugby League Players Association a spare of thought for those poor NFL players in the US badge who have already locked in their salary cap for 2023 and each club each club has to struggle with a, a salary cap of 22 sorry 224.8 million mm. per team <laughs> what Four things oh that's how crazy do they survive? how many players do they have on a roster i don't know uh, 50 Wow, 50, 52, 54, something around about that, okay. and then and then they've got train ons, um, yeah. So and a few development players. So there you have it, so sixteen that's about four four and a half mil average, sixteen point yeah. six million dollar increase. So there you have it, um, and of course, in the NFL, the owners of the clubs own the competition. Oh, do they? Yeah, like jointly, all of the yeah. owners. Yeah, they all have a. They already. They. They. So the NFL, they own it all. Hmm. So to increase model. by sixteen point six million. You would have thought the owners might all vote to put it that, down. That, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I no, know. no.
1: The, see the the uh the ones that have got plenty of money go put it up, put it up,
3: put it up, hoping that a few of them. Jerry Jones. Can't can uh, keep up. Ah, that's right. And then the rich
2: clubs. Yeah, good point. On Sports richer. Day, it's time for the last laugh is with Scott Sattler. <laughs> this is, I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is yours, Sat. Just quickly, Rooster Muzz. So the South's
3: cap a crap. What a shame. Go away. <laughs> Go away. Uh, hey, um,
1: am you know, talking about the World Cup final or the World Cup before and where it's going to be in the so- do you know that the, at the World Cup at Qatar, um, I heard the story about this guy. He turned up and sat in a seat and it was the only empty seat in the whole stadium was right next to him. And he looked at the bloke on the other side and said, well, what, whose seat's that? Do you know someone? He said, no, the guy said, it's mine. It's actually, it's my wife. My wife and I have been to every World Cup since we were married 40 years ago. We've been every World Cup. We've gone to every World Cup final but unfortunately, she's passed away. And the go, well, oh, no, that's pretty sad. And he said, couldn't you couldn't have you given it to one of your friends or your neighbours, your re- relative? Couldn't you have found someone to sit there? He said, no, they're all at the funeral.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've delivered.
2: <laughs>
3: we'll be back tomorrow night. Right well up, man. Good on your books.